Why? Lots of energy there. Hello and welcome to the All You Can Hear podcast. I am going to be your host along with my two co-hosts. Uh, wait, my name's Cody and I'm your host today along with the two co-hosts. My name Cole and I'm a C2 Piso. My name's Winslow and I'm a rebel. And everyone else is dead. Yeah. yeah. Just like every of all the main characters in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they all die. Yeah. Yeah. Great characters. A lot of people die in this movie. This was this was Disney's way of saying uh oh, we're, we're we're doing Rogue One by the way. Uh, <laughs> this is we're doing this is Rogue a Star one. Wars file. Star Rogue. Wars file Rogue, Rogue one. one. Uh this was I believe this movie was Disney's way of saying, yeah, um all that weird in between space between the prequels and the current trilogy, yeah, we're wrapping that up right now. Yep, and that's what they did with Road Rogan with a little explosive bundle. A lot of people do- nukes. Yeah. From space. <laughs> yeah. Uh mass massacre. Massacres. Mass Forest Whitaker. Forest Whitaker. Oh my god, a lot of curs. Oh shit. All right, good. Uh, uh, yeah, so we're 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 going to be talking about Rogue One today as a part of our Star Wars file series leading up until Episode Nine that drops in December. Uh, do they have an actual date for that movie yet? Yes, December twenty second or first. They keep saying 20th. Christmas Day or this, this Christmas. They keep saying Christmas this Christmas. It's around holiday. It's in the twentieth. Yeah, it's in the twentieth. I mean, can you imagine? Star Wars coming out on Christmas Day. Well, we'd have to go and just fuck all your families, I guess. Yeah, because we see that day one. I'm not getting spoiled. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not getting spoiled for Star Wars. Never, never again. Since episode seven, never again. Not getting spoiled. So, uh, how did you guys enjoy this, um, the best Star Wars movie? I still think it is the best. I love it. I think this is the best Star Wars movie yeah. that I have ever seen, ever will see. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, the, they, they like to play with the main series as being really cautious. They're very, really cautious with the mm-hmm. with the main series. And this movie was one of those rare instances where they're like, throw caution to the wind. Let's have murder everywhere. You like you like uh, you like Jen Erso. What's her name? Jen Erso. Jen Erso. You're not gonna like her much for much. You hope you enjoy for this movie. You like her? Uh, well, there's a reason why you don't see her again. Yeah. Uh, so spoilers. Do we? But the thing is, it's like <laughs> spoilers. Everybody dies. If we haven't said that already, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Everybody dies, and that's why you never, ever, ever see them again. Yeah, it's kind of depressing, but it's really sad. It's I mean, very sad. Movie. It makes sense for the movie. It's sacrifice. It is. Uh, the whole movie is about sacrifice in general. Yeah. yeah. How Daenerys' father sacrificed his life. Mother literally sacrificed her life. Uh, Forrest Whitaker sacrificed his life. I, no, I don't know. He really didn't. Uh, he sacrificed a lot. A lot of life and limb. A lot of limbs. Mostly limbs. Yeah. Um, um, Jern Erso eventually dies. Uh, K2SO dies. Sacrifice. Cassian, sacrifice. Cassian uh, dies with Jern Erso. Sacrifice. Um, Bodhi, the pilot, sacrifice. He sacrificed his career within the Empire. Uh, he got fiddled by a tentacle monster. Oh, boar gullet, yeah. yeah. And then in the end, he ends up trying to get communications, and then he dies through a grenade. Uh, Chirrut dies through sacrifice, and then eventually Bose, I think was his name, Bose. The guy with the machine the gun. Boz. Boz. Or Bo- Baze, as they Baze. said it. Yeah, Baze. Bose. Uh, speakers. Yes, that's his name. Bow speakers. 
But yeah, everybody dies. Yeah, everything's about sacrifice in this movie. I mean, even down to um, the what? Uh, what's his name? Sacrificed his his stake by not or not his stake, but his like self, but or his his own career within the Rebel Alliance to um, not kill Jin's father. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of sacrifice here, even on the dark side side of things, on the on the Empire side of things. That dude had sacrificed much of his world to really uh, bring the Death Star to light, and he was willing to sacrifice himself all the way to the very end at the top of that little tower um, before the signal sent off. So, Are you talking about Krennic? Yes. General Krennic. Yeah, yeah, he was willing to sacrifice a lot to get what he wanted, and yeah. um, he had people walk all over. I kind of, I kind of feel bad for him in a way, because like, yeah, he's doing shitty things, but under the lens of the world, it's really not that shitty. Like, I mean, he's like, just I mean, creating a weapon of mass destruction. <laughs> like, he has like ambition. That's anybody, anything, and anything anybody can relate with is that he has ambition and inspirations, and that's. He was he was trying to get proper credit for something that he started, and Tarkin took that away from him. Yeah, get fucked, little boy. Oh yeah, no, I was like, fuck him. He needs to die. Yeah. Tarkin CG holds up exactly like I remembered to hold up. Not bad, but also obviously not uh, alive. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice the first time around. I, I, I just I don't uh, know I mean, why. I mean, I knew I knew he was dead. I saw that. I was like, okay, like it's obviously CG, but seeing it on Cody's TV, I was like, wow, that is really apparent. Yeah, it looks like uh, something out of Battlefront 2, the new Star Wars game, which it doesn't look bad. It looks pretty good. Yeah, looking at the, the, the some of the some of the proportions are kind of off on him. Like it looks them. like uh, animated. In, well, yeah, it well, it is. Yeah, it definitely looks like it doesn't look as realistic. And I don't know if they did it on purpose or not. But I, I mean, he was a very skinny dude because he was very old. He looked deathly. Yeah, um, I mean, he what he died like not long. I know, but like if they're trying to capture what he looked like. You know, yeah, he did a really good job. And he was an evil asshole, so. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I really did. uh, I enjoyed this movie a whole lot. I think this movie is the best Star Wars movie, mainly because it does take a lot of chances. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, like you can say that the first three movies took a lot of chances. They did. But in the new era of making movies where where the prequel and the sequel series both sort of... Uh, or post school is that what it is? If if a prequel, uh, what are you? If you have a what? prequel, right? Yeah, I guess it's prequel, se- sequel, sequel. <laughs> so thirdquel. Wait, hold on. Is is the is the original trilogy? Is that a sequel to the prequel? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's the sequel trilogy. But what's the actual quel? What prequel? The prequel trilogy. You typically the- would have the prequel, the quel, the sequel. Uh, Cody, I'm at a loss. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't know, I, I, <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. I don't. I don't I, know anything about that. I, all I'm saying is that we're missing a whole trilogy. Where'd it go? Uh, we uh, have it. It's about to be no. Finished. It's gone. Uh, fucking yeah, we're missing one for the trilogy. It's uh, Solo, Rogue One, and. Stardust. Star- That's the I name was making a joke about like the threes. No, no, I get it. No, I, I get I, it. I, no, I think Cole, Cole lost it. Whatever. How did I yeah, lose I think he really it? Did lose There's it. three I'm, movies that should exist. The Obi Wan movie. Why'd you say Stardust? Because it's if something's gone for good, it's turned to Stardust. Also, we will all turn to Stardust. Yes, we know. Why, why do you ask? Also, that's really not, cool fact. Because that's not the. 
What? What are you saying? This movie is tied directly into JoJo Stardust Crusaders. Mm-hmm. So, oh um. Anyway, back to the topic at hand. Yes, this movie did take a huge risk, and one of the things I think that was part of that is that you had all the movies have everything involving Jedi. You have these lightsaber battles. With this, this was very more like there was you know hints of the Force, especially with Sharut, but. It was more grounded in the sense that, like, there was no special, like, nobody had any special real powers, maybe Sharut, but everybody was, like, whatever they had with them, that's what they used. Yeah. And there wasn't, the only lightsaber battle was at the very end, and it was badass. But the that, best scene in the entire yeah. Star Wars universe. But that, but that's it, and I think that was a huge risk for this movie, and it worked out very well, uh, and visually, very striking. Yeah. I, I am... I'm still thinking about it, and this movie is still my favorite movie. It's just everything from the environment, the character designs, the, yeah. the characters themselves, this ragtag group of individuals with different abilities that are like definitely shine through throughout the entire movie. You have a robot, not robot, a droid, I'm a, sorry. A sassy droid. A droid who has a great personality to it. It's not just beeping and booping. It's mm-hmm. actually got... You know some some meat there okay, behind. Just be mean to R two. What the f- well, what the fuck is he saying? Yeah. yeah, what is he saying? Okay, all right. I got, I guess you. I, I'm not gonna even try to talk to you, linguist tourists. Fuck off. Yeah, go, right. go ahead. What you're saying, Cody. Um, I would say the the one of my favorite things about this movie is the actual environments. Yeah. Uh, you go from, of course, uh, you have um. The beginning opening sequence with Jen on... I forgot the name of that planet. I don't remember either, but it's very... It has, like, the black sands, the green uh, grass, the weird... The gray sky, mm-hmm. and... Iceland. It, yeah, it's, ba- it's basically Iceland. But still, though, it was a beautiful environment. Very beautiful. I thought it was a fantastic... I don't know. It didn't have... The, I don't know if it had any significance when it comes to, like, storytelling. Like, like, like underlying storytelling yeah. with the force and dark which a lot of these movies tend to have but that that area was beautiful yeah it, and, it left a lasting impression especially as an opening shot opening yeah. sequence yeah which directly leads into the whole like the underground world of these like these dystopian cities and then you have uh jedi um jedi jedi the planet yeah, yeah the, the planet jedi yeah and uh and you have these gigantic mountains, which are just like fallen Jedi statues, which have been there for thousands of thousands yeah. of years. And I thought that was very, very cool. Then you have really, I, mean, I can't think of anything else, any other planet besides... Uh, Scarif. Scarif, which was the beach planet, which that was the first time we've ever seen beaches uh, in the Star Wars. Yeah, universe. so that was like a huge uh, change. Which, I mean, if you notice too, like with the, I mean, the beginning planet was dark. Everything everything was dark almost up and up until Jetta, but then going to Edu it got dark again, and then at the very end it got light. Yeah, and I I guess that's a you got a color choice right there where it's like you have the dark winning, yeah. Then you have light, and then you have dark again, and then finally you have the light winning at the end. This movie did something that was very interesting. Where most Star Wars movies they have like this like like oh, the good guys are winning. Oh no, the I mean it's a it's the hero story, right? Yeah, good guys win. Bad guys overcome the winning of the of the good guys. Then the good guys realize their faults and failures, and then overthrow the bad guys. Yeah, this movie sort of did. Uh, good guys came in, were winning. Uh, bad guys overcame 
the good guys. Bad guys kept overcoming the good bad uh, the good guys. Good guys send off their last little bit of hope, and all of our characters die. Yeah, that's not been done in another Star Wars movie before. No, that, um, like like you get the sense of like you know, well you don't. But like, if you read into like the original uh, trilogy, it's like you get a sense of they're losing. But with this, you definitely feel like this is a losing battle. And I guess the prequel trilogy does have that as well to some degree. Uh, yeah, when you get to you know the Empire Strikes Back, when they're running from Hoth and then you know away. But uh, like with this, you like you feel like a sense, especially when they're trapped on Scarif, mm-hmm. like it's just them. You really feel that sense of like, like we're stuck and like. This is it. Yeah, and kind of the moments leading up to them going to the planet, just like, oh, this is a suicide mission. Yeah. These guys are gone. Even though they were losing, it in the end, it really didn't feel like they lost because they got the information out. That one little piece of information to destroy the Death Star got out, so... Well, I mean, of course, in the end, they won. Yeah. But at first, they were losing. They were because, like, they were they were trapped on the planet. And that's a very bad situation because if you're trapped, that means you can't get communications out. And if you die there, then everything just dies there. Like, nobody yeah. knows anything. Nobody knows anything. And then suddenly it's, like, down to you to save the an entire, entire galaxy. galaxy. I mean, and that's where you have, like, I did I did like how they did bring in the Force users, the the force, the, the wills of the Force or whatever they call uh, them. Yeah, something like that. The Guardians of the Wills or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what their actual use is within the actual universe itself, but because they're, I think they're mentioned in the original script of of the very first Star Wars movie. Oh, I don't know. I have um, no idea. The Guardians of the Wills. They're very. They're, they've got a very interesting. Like they are known throughout, like the Star Wars like canon, like from the very very beginnings of it. Uh, Lucas's original script, I think, had them in there, uh-huh. um, but they were cut. Um, but the, yeah, the Wills of the Force are. They're very interesting because it because that becomes like a, a baseline beat because the dude always gets things right mm-hmm. and so like that force is still there and um, he was a force user which a lot of our force users in the past movies have always been playful to some degree Yoda was very playful Obi Wan was playful in the um, prequel trilogy yeah uh, you know like he, well, he was he was fairly oh prequel you said pre- prequel yeah, my I mean, bad. I wouldn't say it in the original. No, he was old. <laughs> he was old and grumpy. He did not want to be there. But in the new trilogy, he is like, fuck that shit. Obi-Wan? Uh, I'm thinking of Yoda. I heard Yoda. My brain went to Yoda. <laughs> I mean, he said Yoda I said first. Yoda, but oh, okay. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> yeah, Obi-Wan's dead. <laughs> yeah, he turned into limp clothes. Yeah, with little peep poop poop Little ball of poop. <laughs> like Forrest goes, all poop, just... That doesn't go with them. Oh my god! Do you remember when we were that we made that canon? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's canon. That's my favorite part of head canon. I want to know is if they force ghost and leave their clothes behind, how the fuck their clothes get into the force world? No, they're naked. Yeah, they, See, that's what makes. I needed more realism. I need. <laughs> I need more nudity in my. Uh, oh man! In my Star Wars universe. Yeah, I could have saw Yoda naked in Episode Eight. <laughs> you know, I remember. I remember in the Clone Wars on their gunships, they had like, you know, those classic like pinup girls on the side of their ships. Being a kid, I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what?" <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, it was just weird seeing like a kids show have like these alien women as pinup girls, like. What is this? Yeah. Wow. It's very confusing. It is. It was a very confusing time. 
<laughs> that's when a- when Wendell knew he was really into the what are the aliens with the long like little in, like, twi leaks oh, that's, see, <laughs> that's exactly what right they were the, though you got me yeah. let's say I drew one I did <laughs> no I, I did I did copy one of the pinups I was like man this is so cool <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah sure yeah. this is hot as fuck dad <laughs> dad you see this twilight oh no oh, that's exactly what it was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Go get your son, help! Let's beat it out of him. Uh, Jesus uh, Christ! What what's happening? To spank you until you never liked aliens again. <laughs> that didn't work. Apparently. Now every time you look at e- you watch ET, you get this weird BDSM feeling. Okay, but every time I see Tonwi, am I right? Oh, Tonwi! Yeah. yeah. Oh, who's Tonwi? She was oh. in uh, the second prequel movie. She's the tall long neck oh, alien yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so it's it's Don't established do that it's a sexy tonwee it's it's established canon that Winslow's really into sexy aliens yeah yeah it's always been there who isn't into sexy aliens uh, uh tom nook the the raccoon the raccoon <laughs> wow what a what a weirdo yeah it's kind of fucked up um, anyway, what were we talking about? I don't know. You were making a good point, and then you went off about talk about us talking about. Uh, you brought up pinup aliens for some reason. No, I brought up poop <laughs> in a pile. Oh, <laughs> <what>? great contribution! <laughs> and then we just went into talking about j- naked Jedi. Oh, Cody yeah. did that. Cody yeah, did yeah, that. Yeah, okay, yeah. naked old man Jedi. Look, all I'm saying is they're closing to go with them. They force ghosts. Not just like floating to the wind. But that's not the point you were making before that. You're making a good point. I don't remember what it is. I don't remember either. Oh, I was making the point that um, the I was making the point that the the what is that guy's name? The guy who plays the the guardian of the wills. The uh, which one? The blind one? Yes, the blind one. His character's name was Sharut. Yeah, Sharut. He kind of is a reflection of all the Jedi that came before him in a way. Yeah, and like he's not a Jedi. He's He's just a, he just more sensitive. Yeah, he probably would have, could, would have, could have, may have been a Jedi, you know, if he was trained properly or whatever you want to call it. But I don't really know how that works. Um, but I don't know. I thought that was very interesting how they brought that kind of level, that like baseline force is driving us. Her path is clear, sort of theme mm-hmm. along with him. Whereas it was kind of like showing like the force guiding it. But also that kind of leads to like how the how the Sith have really corrupted the Force in a way, and that it's like essentially gone from everybody. Yeah, yeah. Also, it feels like she had a. Hmm. It was interesting because they brought up that necklace around her neck, around Jin's neck. It's a kyber crystal. It's a kyber crystal. What, did they do anything with that? I think it was just so they could meet the uh, True and Boz. Yeah, I think it was just for him to hold on to something like. Like, like you know, find her out in a crowd, you know? Yeah, maybe so. Maybe. But, but like... I, I mean, mean they, did, they didn't do anything. Like, I didn't even realize what it was until, like, at the very beginning when Galen hands it to her. I'm like, oh, shit, that's a kyber crystal. And then whenever Shroot points it out in the crowd, I was like, oh, that's... It's, yeah. That's its only use. So, yeah. We are here... <clears throat> Sorry, yawned. <laughs> well, the other cool thing is we're seeing some of those that back lore... Come back, 
sorry i made that noise <laughs> <laughs> um uh, yeah know. you like that you like that everybody <laughs> yeah <laughs> stop it dude you want to hear it again you want to hear it? i don't know if i could hear that honestly i couldn't hear uh, that. okay i i mean i heard it like you know i don't know if i heard it through here though I'm the sorry. podcast yeah i'm sorry Anywho, uh, I really did like how they brought in some of that back lore. The Kyber Crystals, um, I don't know where it comes from, like, originally in... I don't know where the first mention of it is, but yeah. I believe it's in the Clone Wars. I want to say it's in the Clone Wars. I don't know. Mm. Um, I, I mean, it could be in the original trilogy, but I know they go over a good bit in the Clone Wars yeah. like cartoon. Oh, yeah. About, like, building your lightsaber and things like that, and that was really, really cool, like... You could hear Kyber. You could watch this movie, not know what the fuck a, what the fuck a Kyber crystal is, and then suddenly you get into, uh, you get into the lore of it all, and you're like, oh shit, those are the things that power the Death Star, and that's also pretty crazy. The fact that Kyber crystals, crystals are powering the Death Star, yeah, and it's the, just the very thing that the Jedi's use is now being used to destroy the galaxy. Yeah, and the fact that um, I don't know if see, I can't, I don't know what's old EU, what's current canon, but I do know that like. In either one, um, the Sith are known for corrupting the Kyber Crystal is why it's turned red. I'm pretty sure that's canon, yes. But, I, I don't know, I thought that was very cool, and it's very neat that they are using the Kyber Crystals in as green as well, which is interesting. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how that I think that was probably because green screen from the 70s. Maybe. Maybe. But, you know, that's something interesting, too, is that... I mean, this is this is nothing big, but I remember in the Clone Wars, you could tell easily who like who was who and who's what weapons they're using because the clones, all of their blasters shot blue shots, and then the droids, all their blasters shot red shots. But now with uh, when you get into this, like current or not current, but like in the sequel trilogy and Rogue One, everybody's gun shoots red, which is just a f- interesting little yeah. Factoid. I'm not really 100 percent sure what they're going or I mean, we don't even I don't even know if we even have like. How the the guns even work, or if yeah, how manufacturers work. or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, it's and it's weird that there's no like I think something that comes from Borderlands. I really like the idea of like corporations, corporations, yeah. corporations and things like that. Yeah, no, me and Cole were talking about that. How the you you don't see anything about well, you barely see anything about any companies whatsoever in Star Wars. Nothing. You don't, and you would think, but you do hear about them mm-hmm. in in um. Uh, what is it called? The the Trade Alliance no, or the Separatist the, or the Clone Wars? The Han Solo movie. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the Solo yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah, you do hear a lot about it in the in the Solo movie. A yeah, lot. Uh, not a lot, but a little bit. You hear about them talk about like, oh yeah, we are alliance of corporations. You yeah. know, or not corporations, but like the the military. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're a mining company. Whatever. Compl- the complex uh, industrial complex. In- yes. Yeah. Uh, so it's very. I don't know. Um. I feel like there should be more corporations in Star Wars because I think it would be fun and interesting to see how they... And we, there may be, and we just don't understand their signs yeah. or stuff like that, but I think it would be very interesting to see like how that plays into the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Who makes the guns? Who makes the weapons? I know that... I mean, if Empire makes it. They brand everything, right? Yeah. Empire's the brand, right? But like, who's... Ma- like, 
if is that's there, the case, who's providing the weapons to the rebel cause? And if they are, whoever is caught bringing those weapons to the rebel cause, how are they manufacturing them? Are they off brand? Are they actually branded? Again? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like are they, like, are these, these are special ships? Where the fuck are these special ships yeah, coming from? Yeah, exactly. And why no, I see what you're saying. Like who, like, are they taking ships and repurposing them? Like literally they're rebel ships. Like mm-hmm. they're, you know, ragtag. I mean, they're kind of raggedy. I mean, yeah, but like also the same thing with the guns. Like, are they like because they can't be empire guns because or like you know the empire could have a monopoly on the gun industry in you know the galaxy but like are they taking empire guns and then repurposing them or are they making their own guns or are these old guns you know I think it'd be very interesting yes if they did something with that yeah I think it'd be f- cool to see at least some maybe some maybe some supplementary stuff not necessarily the movie or anything like that no but. I want an entire movie about <laughs> industry and com- economy <laughs> the, the, the economies of the Star Wars universe yes. But uh, but yeah, back to uh, Rogue One. Um, just a, just a great movie overall. I really enjoy, it. especially like Cody brings this up all the time. And it's the one thing that sticks out to me about this movie is that this shows the, this shows the dark side of the rebellion as well. Yeah, no, it shows because like you always see them in success, being a success, being a success, being a success, being good, good, good. Yeah, and uh, and the and again the 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 prequels did a little bit of the political aspect of it as well. Yeah. Is like, you know, it was group consensus sort of bureaucracy. It was group consistent consensus bureaucracy that really caused basically for the uh, the republic to fall. Yeah. Um I mean, you know, and other fa- other factors, other but fact, like yeah. that that was also a factor was is like the need to call upon, you know, to come together and 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 hand power off to the emperor or to to Palpatine at the time. Yeah. Um and you really see that kind of play out on a small scale here where I really enjoyed the scene. There's two scenes. There was the what we assume is Mustafar. I don't really I don't, No, we don't know. I don't actually know if it's I mean, we haven't looked anything up on the movie, uh, <laughs> but where where um, Craddock, Krennic, Krennic, Kid Craddock, Kid Krennic oh. in the morning, um, where Krennic goes to Mustafar and speak speaks with Vader, and um, you start to see sort of like this like leader kind of making decisions type situation, yeah, dictatorship, which is then directly like. Uh, contrasted by the rebellion or the alliance standing around and discussing like in a Congress and even cheering like in a Congress and like mm-hmm. a parliamentary type type situation is like, yes, let them speak, let them speak. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like, what are you talking about? This is your decision, our decision. Where's the bathroom? You know, where's the bathroom? Wendell kept saying that <laughs> the scene. I really have to go. <laughs> um, and all, But then you start to see we can't do anything without a vote uh, in a majority vote. Well, they do a majority vote there's, and yeah. then they say no, and that's how how this these people end up on Scarif is that they're like, okay, well, we're gonna go do it on our own thing. We're the ones that's gonna have to do this ourselves because bureaucracy is not getting us anywhere. Yeah. So this is again where you start seeing the dark, not the dark side, but the bad parts of of the the alliance. Um, like yeah, the empire, also the bad parts of the empire. Empire is like taking control type thing, and mm-hmm. the alliance is like stalling efforts and things yeah. like that so um no and there was even that part in there where uh cassian gets a group of rebels who are willing to uh go and do this suicide mission and they're like they're all saboteurs assassins they're all like a bunch of like you know outcast and it's like and then even in the beginning cassian kills um uh cr- not crippled or he has a bad arm guy a civilian 
It's oh, like, yeah. yeah, we yeah, we see the dark side, especially and then Cassian was also report was told to kill Galen Urso, even though he was told that Urso is trying to help them, but yeah. you know, they didn't have any they didn't have information and like just that you just have a lot of you have communication, but then also you have a lack of communication within the Rebel Alliance and if if Jin Urso, Cassian, everybody else, if they just follow orders and did ex- did what the Rebel Alliance said, they would all been dead. Yeah, another thing is also looking at Sagarera. That's a great example. Oh yeah, he's an extremist. Yeah, he's is cons- he's considered an extremist in his methods. I don't know what makes him extremist, mm-hmm. or we don't really get to that point. Maybe we'll see. And again, like we're not reading the comics as we go along through no, here. We're, we're not, not going on. We're not going on Wikipedia. 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 Yeah. Wikipedia. That's what I call it. <laughs> Wikipedia is Wuka. Yeah. Um, not going on there and reading up on these characters, but at the same time, like this movie didn't show. Like I believe you're making a bunch of movies, right? That if you have a bunch of movies, from I should be able to watch from start to finish and get the gist of everything. Yeah, like the movie wise, and that's kind of what we're doing here. Yeah, and there are some missing parts, and this movie is tries to tie them up. Um, but like then again, you do have. I know Salgueras in Rebels. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know he's in some comics, and he's, he's going to be, be in Jedi Fallen Order. So who the hell knows what this guy has done to be an extremist? I'm yeah. interested to find out. But at the same time, like if I'm the average everyday person, I'll never know unless I actually go and seek it out. Yeah. Well, the thing is too, it's like I wonder. I wonder if they did. They showed his extremist tactics through his guerrilla ta- his guerrilla fighting that he has with his uh, men in the uh, city. If that's the case, I mean, that's not really extremist because I'm sure the rebellion mm. has to, or or maybe not. Maybe they're more quiet, I guess. Well, they're, su- they're trying to sue for peace. The Alliance, at least at this point, from my understanding of the situations in the movie, is that it seems like they're they're asking for peace. Yeah, and like they, the and alliance to come together and ask peace from and the Senate still the exists at this point at this time. Oh, it does. Yeah, because they mentioned about how they're going to go. They want to go through the Senate, and then Krennic says we don't have to worry about the Senate when we have the Death Star built. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. I didn't think of that. Yeah, I guess, no, I guess it, they do mention the Senate literally in the. In the original Star Wars movie. They do, but then uh, you don't see them. And then later, I think it's in The Empire Strikes Back or maybe a little later, the Senate's just, uh, or maybe it's in that movie. It's just dissolved. They just get rid of it. It's interesting to me is how there's 30 years that pass between, or 30-something years, I don't really know how many years it is, but it's like almost 30 years that pass between the movies, between episode three and episode four. Yeah. And yet there's a lot of remnants from from that era that still is like I mean I guess that's the point of Star Wars but like there's a lot of stuff that's really left over yeah I don't know Cassian you know what I hate Star Wars guys. <laughs> yeah no it sucks fuck Star Wars god I, don't, no. I can't keep up with this nerd shit <laughs> it's a lot to keep up with yeah and especially considering there's a huge gap and they're like actually here's a billion other ways There's a, here's a billion Things that happen here, but you got to read the comics, you got to read the books, you got to, you got to, and I'm just like, I mean, there's probably a side story for Cassian because he's been fighting since he was six. Yeah. And it's like, he definitely probably got a comic. Probably. Or he has something because fuck, there's a whole story right there. Yeah, and Jen as well. Her, her like, oh yeah, after she got, like how, like how did she get imprisoned, you know? Yeah. Because she got, she got abandoned when she was 16 and she has to be fairly older at this point so it's yeah. like where's that timeline and seen it in 15 years so she's like she's 31 
probably like in her late twenties. Yeah. Early thirties. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. A lot of time. The, the what happened? Yeah, she is still like thirty-one. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Either way, it's it's a good. It's yeah, like sorry. a good movie yeah we know (laughs) it's a good movie because we we have another instance of like even though this is this is much on a much smaller scale it's still just chock full of just information lore everywhere and it's like even though even the rogue one story ended the characters themselves they still have stories that could definitely be told maybe in smaller forms or media but they're still there and there's still characters who are well alive but yeah it's a great movie overall i don't know I don't know if there's any inconsistency here because I think I said maybe Episode Seven is my favorite movie, but I've all I, I, I pass Wenzel, you're wrong if you said that. Rogue One is your favorite movie. Out of all the Star Wars movies, this one is my favorite. Star this Wars is my favorite. So it's just it's so beautiful. It's it's very it's just, complete little package. Yeah, it is what it is. They and it ties into everything else. I think it was a I think it's a I think it's a love story to Star Wars fans as well. Yeah, because it shows it was like you wanted to know how this happened and here's how it happened here it is yeah and it, it was it was built like that the the space battles are awesome oh the f- everything about this movie is like it's like concentrated star wars the only problem the only thing lacking is the jedi but that's filled with the with the guardians of the whales and, and then the very end with with uh, vader with vader yeah and let me tell you vader's scene in this movie is probably my favorite hey, absolute favorite scene in all of star wars it is still horrifying to watch it it's terrifying yeah man. because like you just have this moment where it's like everybody's rushing because now it's like we got the message we have to go we have to go and then vader's ship comes in completely disables the capital or the flagship and then you just have this moment in the hallway where they're all trying to go and then it's just silence and then he hears breathing and then his lightsaber ignites and it's like fuck here we go and i didn't i, I honestly didn't think like we would get a him like chopping up rebels no we got that yeah yeah oh fuck it was really it was like you feel the like it's like um what would you call it? like one of the it's something we should have gotten from vader a long time ago of yeah. course but you know we couldn't but now we have it and wow wow vader in the old movies definitely and it was probably due to props and things like that yeah. but he felt stiff and lifeless and not as terrifying and, uh, uh, yeah like, to me maybe that's because i grew up not watching that oh for sure no yeah when i was not growing up watching it but like i didn't watch it when it first came out so i knew context of post star wars world yeah right? before watching star wars but his impact was low in the in the old movies and the the, he wasn't as terrifying and they really don't you know they just made him feel like any other villain yeah he, he was quintessential villain but now like you actually see like this like being trapped in a box with a, a bunch of rats trapped in a box with a cat yeah and exactly. they were being slaughtered yeah like especially like just that moment where he uh he picks up one of the rebels pins him to the ceiling and then just just a casual chop to mm-hmm. his stomach like fuck like he just completely kills him and then especially when like when he kills the guy that was in the door absolutely scary and it's just like um uh fuck um but i'd also sorry with context too it's like you could also chalk up to him being stiff saying like oh yeah you know he's very he's wounded you know he has all these robotics his suit's heavy which is something they do mention in the comics and stuff it's like his suit's very heavy so if he's stiff it's because of that but uh, it's obviously just because of you know that's just something to retcon all the what happened with our props and stuff but but yeah no scary and then um but like you said about the space battles though 
like just that like the space battles and then just the combat with the x-wings and tie fighters in general was really just it felt military it felt mil- yes that's was, that was something i was trying to say about this movie is that out of all the movies this felt the most militaristic it really did yeah yeah that's what made it feel so grounded and like i like that mm-hmm. because it's like you're combining this high sci-fi with a more grounded militaristic Type of combat and it's beaches really, of Normandy, yeah, or the beaches well, of uh, Scarif actually felt like Vietnam. For no, me. that's that's something. Yeah, no, because that that tropical like that's something that like that was I loved was that you have this tropical area with these palm trees and beach and everything. Like you said, this is the first time we get a beach in uh, in Star Wars. We you know besides desert, and it's like you have that with contrast to these huge uh, imperial buildings and it's like you have this fighting and it just it was like man it's like vietnam yeah you pointed out like their helmets their helmets looked like the uh vietnam so uh u.s soldier helmets yeah like that you'd see in typical vietnam movies things. yeah it definitely especially with some of the shots they had it felt like they were always undercover i don't know it was very it was it was very military in yeah a way. and that's what this movie was really it was a military operation yeah to some degree um, I, don't know, I really enjoyed this movie. This movie uh, did something it. way different Ooh. with Star Wars. Oh yeah, and another thing that was really good when is uh, when they took that hammerhead Corvette and rammed it into the yes the that one ship that Star Destroyer. Ooh, that was really. I good. don't know when they changed, but I like their older designs better. The oh the uh the Star Destroyers. No Corvettes. The Corvette. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> My here's the other thing too is just like I think this highlights the difference between Empire and Rebel as well mm-hmm. is the fact that the Empire uh, Empire seems to be like just throw a lot of guns out there and see what happens and Rebel Alliance they they are pretty strategic in how they approach yeah. things. I, this movie I don't know if that's purposeful or not but this movie tend to, to lean towards like Rebels being more strategic and uh, the careful yeah more careful. And because uh, they were strategically pushing the Star Destroyer into another Star Destroyer, which fell into the gate itself to put down the shield. Um, I don't know. It was very, very strategic, in my opinion. Yeah. Which is not something you really saw in the old movies. It was very much like, here's these group of people who are fighting these groups of people. Yes, there is some strategy involved, but like... Just, you know, fight. Yeah. Or, yeah. With this, it's like you see, like, like you have these guys who are like, okay, we don't have many men, so we have to be careful with our resources, what we use, and what we do. We have to be in and out quick, which was what you see in here because you had you like, I mean, you did see the rebels; they come in with a full fucking fleet ready to go. But then they were like, okay, we need to go right now, and then they were gone except for some shits when the fucking Vader ship comes mm-hmm. in, just destroys them. Fuck, that was a good scene too. Yeah, it was because like. It's like you st- like there. It, uh, the subtitles said like somber song playing or something, and then you just like for some. I don't know why. I don't know what I expected, but like I was like, okay, they can go. But then you have this ship come in, and it's like this music's playing, and it's just like it's just complete like juxtaposed to what's happening or to the music, and it's just it's haunting. Yeah, but yeah, very good, very good. I I absolutely love it. I. Mm. Where would you rank it, Colt? Um, Cody? I think that all. Or I already know you, but you all know. of the new Star Wars movies from uh, twenty. When, when did Episode Seven? Twenty fifteen. Yeah. Yes. Every single new one, I think they're all better than uh, the prequels and the originals. And uh, I would say this is my least favorite of the uh, new ones, but I like it a lot. Uh, but it's way better than the prequels. 
and way better than the original. So oh, okay, still pretty good. Uh, episode seven, still my number one. I really, really, really still love uh, episode seven. Okay. Yeah, this is the best. Yeah, I'm yeah. not looking forward to Solo next month. Oh, Solo is really good. I'm, I'm really excited for Solo. I like Solo. I'm hoping that it's better on my second watch through. This first watch through was the first watch through I made when I when it was in theaters. I did not enjoy. Hmm. But um, does anybody else have any final thoughts on this movie? Um, mm-hmm. Rest in peace, K two S O. He was yeah, a soldier. Rest in peace. Uh, Goodbye. That's all. That's all. I, that's who. That's the only guy I cared about. Yeah. I, I, no, I love Bo- uh, Bodhi. Oh, Bays and yep. uh, Carrot, 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 Krennic, Krennic. No, yeah. the guy that was uh, the fo- I know the force. Shirut, Shirut. There we go. Oh, you know something else we did talk about is the fucking suit designs for the. Uh, oh yeah, their suit designs for Krennic's personal guard. The death. Yeah. I think they're called death troopers. I'm not sure. Yeah, they're. Uh, oh man, so it looks so good. And then uh, there's somebody else I was gonna say. Oh yeah, Tay Two S O. He looks awesome. Yeah, he yeah. does. I love him. Iconic. But um, if nobody has any more final thoughts, I guess we're done. Um, thank you to everybody for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at AYCH Podcast for news, updates, uh, you know, anything. Uh, we release we release new episodes on Monday, of course. We're going to be releasing episodes of Essential Viewing on Wednesdays. Uh, whenever one, we do have Whenever them. we do have them. It's going to be one or two a month. Uh, we were gonna this is gonna release on a Friday as well, right Friday yeah. yeah Friday, and this is uh you can follow us on uh, sorry you can find us on SoundCloud iTunes Google Play Spotify Overcast we're all on there on uh check us out on there give us a like uh a subscribe uh feedback anything tell us we want to know what do you think tell us please tell us please how can we be better how can we be worse. Don't yeah. be worse. Yeah. Um, Tell us how we can be worse so we don't do that. Yeah. Uh, you can follow will. us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash hear as well. We haven't streamed in a while, but we're... Well, we plan on getting... We plan on doing something, especially for October. Yes, because it's the spooky month. Spooky we like month. scary games. We've so, been stockpiling them. Yeah, we have. So we'll definitely get back to that. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube uh, slash... All YouTube. You can all you can podcast. hear as well. We have all our VODs from Twitch uh, on there, or several of them. A lot of them. Yeah. Uh, you can check us out there. Uh, am I missing anything, guys? No, I don't think so. Uh, I think that's it. All right. Well, again, thank you for listening. I am Winslow Wilkie. Uh, you can follow me at Winslow Wilkie. I don't know why I said full name. Follow me on Twitter at Winslow Wilkie. Follow my art Instagram at World of Winslow. Thank you. Uh, my name is Colt. Follow me on Twitter at Colt D zero zero. I am one with the force. Force one with me. Oh, uh, Chariot. Hello, my name's Cody. Please follow me at CODDOC11. That's CODDOC11 on Instagram. That's it. Okay. Uh, the force. Let the force be with you. Good, uh, good night. Bye.